welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. And as we lie on the floor, we feel our contact with the earth, which is the most prescient part of any yoga posture, these asanas, these seats on the earth that we practice. The earth underneath us is real and true in this moment where your body is imprinting the floor. It, that is happening. Like the air on your skin that is happening. These places give us our sense of presence. And then your breath is happening. And your breath gives you the sense of movement, of dynamism, that you are ever in communication with this world around you. And that you are of the nature to ebb and flow. That you have the nature to change and even to grow, to learn, to release and unlearn. We'll start to move with fingers and toes. And you take your time, just, and the, the actual fingers and toes, okay, 10 of them. And, this, okay. and everything else wants to move too. Feet want to move, legs want to move. But can you dial into what are your fingers and what are your toes? Right. A really specific mindfulness practice of identifying and kind of feeling body parts. And recognizing their connection then up through hands and feet, feel those. And then from the hands and feet, you have ankles and wrists, right? And then you have the lower and upper legs and you bend at your elbows and your knees. And then you're using your upper arms to draw your legs into your body and you feel your thigh bones. And so most of our days, we're kind of hurtling through space and these, moments where we can tap into all these small parts and movements, all the different components of ourselves are valuable for our sense of who we are, where we are, how we are. And then with the yoga practice, we take all of these parts and pieces and we join them into one. In this practice, we do that through asana, shaping our body into these poses, postures. We'll start by bringing the arms out like cactus and the knees to right angles. So you've got the arms as your anchor, the shoulder blades, the beginning of the arms as the anchor here. Draw your knees to right angles, your ankles to right angles. And then we'll have belly twisting pose. So on an inhale, take your knees to the side. And on an exhale, bring your knees back to center. And do that a few times. Coordinating breathing and moving. Letting it be just a little swishy and feel good to your low back and your abdominals. And after you balance the two sides, we're gonna come back into center and dial a couple of things in. When we get to center, you can bring your knees to right angles again, and you're gonna feel your sacrum against the mat. We did a lot of this work with Chaturanga. No, uh, no coincidence that yeah, these poses are linked. Lower abdominals drawing in, upper abdominals drawing in. You've got the stability at your core that's grounding you through hips and shoulders. 
Take your arm bones out again to cactus or wings, and we're going to take the belly twisting pose, slightly different variation. We're going to exhale your knees to the sides. And when you inhale, this is going to be our focus, coming back to center, reestablishing the right angle of the knees, lower abdominals and upper abdominals in. And then the other side. Press the shoulder blades down as you exhale the knees to the side. When you inhale, reestablish center, lower abdominals, upper abdominals. So you're moving back and forth, but with a real attention to detail, the mindfulness of pressing both shoulder blades down as you exhale and inhaling back to center to realign and reintegrate the upper and lower abdominals. Two more rounds of this. Press the shoulder blades down. Realign everything at center. Press the shoulder blades down. Realign everything at center. When you've completed your round or you just had enough either way, you make your way to center with your knees to your chest. And a good hug in, take a little rock and let this be completely non-technical. This will rock side to side, a little massage. And then back to center and place your feet to the floor. Take your arms up overhead and roll the wrists out. Clockwise, counterclockwise, little bird beaks. And keep the arms up and parallel. And draw again in through the lower abdominals and the upper abdominals, enough to feel the support of sacrum and ribs on the mat. And float your knees up to right angles. And then we're gonna work with the, the bird dog pose on our back. So the idea is going to be to extend your right leg forward and your left arm back, and then bring everything back in to parallel, extend out, bring everything exactly to parallel, which is really the mindfulness of this. The knees are going to want to come in further. You can keep them at the 90 degree, you know, keep the thigh bones and the arm bones at parallel. The other bit of mindfulness here is going to be the sacrum and the lowest ribs staying down so that the back is aligned on the floor. We don't want to stay flat because the spine is curved. But the sacrum and the lowest ribs remaining really firm to the floor. That's happening because of the core work going on in the front body, lower and upper abdominals. One more round. And then when you're done with that, be done with that. Hug everything in. Get one knee in each hand, and you're just going to spin the leg bones around and let things get real loose. Again, we're moving from, from really precise to really loose. And just spending the time to let things soften with your face, your jaw, your shoulders, your hands or your grip on life outside this yoga mat and just letting things soften. And even the grip on, on that precision of, of moving our body and alternate that with some time spent just listening, moving, feeling. And from here, take your feet to the floor reach the arms overhead, let your shoulder blades round up off the floor, and then a bear hug, wrap your arms around and catch the opposite shoulder or shoulder blades. And you're just going to breathe into your upper back and at the same time, tap into the hug energy of this. 
bugs are in a little shorter supply these days by nature and by necessity. The energy of the hug, the physical component of it in our own body, it's worth exploring. One more breath in, spread your ribs. Breath out, let your arms soften, dissolve, unwind, float. And then the other side, so other arm on top. And may feel unusual. Maybe, maybe that's good. Maybe it feels like you're hugging someone else. It's the opposite arm on top. Walk your fingers around and let them find what they find and expand your back into your hands. Unwind that, release your arms at your sides, palms up, and just let the shoulders spread across the mat, the front of your shoulders spread to the air. Have breath in. And breath out. And what we're working tonight, what we're working with the pose when we get to it, a bird dog is grounding, really feeling kind of that we're working into the floor. Core body integration, working the upper and lower abdominals together. And then a degree of shoulder opening, of chest opening. So we're gonna keep that going as we move into some flow. Bring your knees into your chest. We'll curl up. And if you like rocking, if it feels good to you, rock. And if you don't like rocking so much, just make your way around to down dog in your own time, your own way. When you get to down dog, have some time to pedal out, to let things loose, to sway, breathe, to feel. Also, I'm gonna play mother hen for a moment and say that if you need some hydration in your life, particularly in your body, uh, grab some water. If, uh, if we're not hydrated, yoga doesn't work as well for, for real. Um, like we just work better hydrated. And you don't have to be thirsty. You just want to make sure that you stay at a good level of hydration. Because one of the things that we're doing as we open the tissues of the body, as we're moving, as we're trying to get ourselves open, what we're trying to get open to is hydration. Right? Why do we want the muscles to kind of slide easily over each other? Why do we want to have some space where we may have not? And that's so that blood flow can get in there. And so yeah, synovial fluid can get to our joints. So to have all those things happening, we need, we need water. Let me bring this back into a centered up down dog. Bring your feet in closer to your hands. So you're taking a very sturdy uh, down dog, a little shorter than your usual one. It's stocky down dog. It's the corgi style down dog. We're gonna take the uh, right hand forward on fingertips so that you're taking a down dog with a right arm reach, fingertips like a little tent out there. You press your fingertips down, slide your hip crease up and back. The three points in the down dog, left hand and the two feet are working stability. Your right side is breathing, getting some length. And we'll come back to both hands down, that shortened down dog. Then extend the left arm out to the fingertips. And the fingertips press down to the mat, slide your left hip up and back. Long through your ribs, long through your side body. Feel your breath there. And you bring it back 
to that short down dog, the real sturdy one. Then look to your hands and walk forward into ragdoll. And ragdoll, forward fold. Again, you can take this opportunity to sway, to loosen things up, to bend and straighten your knees. Release hands to mat and walk feet together. And they can touch, they don't have to. You press down into your feet, squeeze your legs and roll up to standing mountain pose. Lift your abdominals, lift your heart center. Fan out your hands and go wide enough with your arms that your shoulders stay relaxed. We're gonna bow with an exhale, send your hips back. Bring all the way out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Keep your gaze set to the floor as you plant your hands and step back, high push up. You might rock forward on your toes, bend your knees to the mat, and then bend your elbows back to the halfway down, Chaturanga, which then becomes the up dog on the inhale and a down dog on the exhale. Cool. When you're empty, look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hand. And breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. We'll take three more rounds of sun air. We're just shaking off the dust. Press your feet down, breathe in to reach. And breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push up. Keep your gaze forward as you step back. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, breathe all the way out. Again, breathe in to reach up. Breathe out to fold. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Really good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in. Bow forward, breathe out. One with your breath. Let your inhale lift you up. And we bow. Breathe in. Breathe out. Uh, breath in. Breathe all the way out. Good. Have a breath here. And let it go through your mouth. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold down and in. Take a lunge salutation variation B. On your inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. Bow with an exhale. 
Breathe in, lift halfway. Then plant your hands, low push-up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. With your inhale, take your right leg back behind you, three-leg dog, squeeze it tightly. When you exhale, fold the knee into the chest, round your back like it was cat pose and step. Breathe in to reach up, high lunge. And when you exhale, bow forward, hands to the mat, low push-up or down dog. You choose what will give you the chance to exhale and to inhale. And then exhale, down dog. Squeeze your left leg, take it up behind you. And when you exhale, come forward, knee to your nose, round your back and step. Breathe in, good. Then hands to your mat. No push up, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Breathe in here. Let it go through your mouth. Forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. and breathe out full. We'll go again. Sit back, Ukatasana, chair pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Then plant your hands, step back. Breathe out. We'll breathe in and breathe all the way out. Squeeze your right leg and take it up behind you, three-legged dog. Knee to nose, curl in, step. Breathe in, reach up, crescent. And then hands to your mat. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Go one more side of this. Step, take your left leg back and up, squeeze it tight. Knee to your nose, come forward, take a step. We're gonna reach up. And then bow, hands to you, the mat. Breathe out, low push-up. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Take a breath here. Let it out through your mouth. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And then breathe out, fold forward and in. We'll sit back, Ukatasana, this time to stay. Dig your heels in, draw your abdominals in. Bring your hands to your hip points and draw your abdominals in there. It's the abdominals are in between the hip points, lifting up in the lower abdominals. And then hands to the rib cage, upper abdominals in. And then we're going to bring the arms in front of us, palms together, and press your elbows in as if you're holding a ball between your elbows, press in on it. If you can get your elbows together, do. If not, no big deal. We're going to slide the elbows up, set the hips back. Good. Breath in. And then when you exhale, we're going to bow forward, chest to thighs. Let your head goes. Thank God, Asana. We're out of Ukatasana. And then breathe in, lift 
halfway flat back. Plant your hands and step back. Low push step. Breathe in. And down dog, breathe out. Press your hands down and forward. We're going to step the right foot forward. Up to warrior one. And bring your hands down to your hips. And bring hands to hip points again. And in this uh, kind of variation of warrior one, we're going to take a lift of the chest and we're going to bow about halfway down. It's like you're coming into airplane. And your hands at your hips to keep the right hip drawn in. It's going to want to slide out to the right. But you're not going to let it in. Pull it in. Then take your arms back at your sides. Reach for the wall behind you. Like you've got an airplane. And roll your palms out towards the sidewall. So we're opening across the front of the shoulders. Set your gaze at the floor in front of you. Get a breath in. And then a breath out, release the hands to the mat. Draw your heart forward on your inhale, long lunge. Step back, low push up with your exhale. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. And breathe out, down dog. And we're gonna step the left foot forward. Press your feet down, come up warrior one. And you're taking your hands to your hips so you know where they live. Right? And lift your abdominals up and bow as straight ahead as you can, about halfway down. Notice if the left hip wants to slide out to the left. Don't let it. Use the left hand to help you replace it. And then you just got a hip replacement. <laughs> yoga teachers and puns your arms by your sides palms down roll your thumb up towards the ceiling palms out then left hip maybe trying to sneak out again mine is is yours pull it in this is where this mindfulness practice of keeping the hips level it'll come in later too but it's all part of the meditation breath in and then exhale <laughs> Hands to the mat, spin your back heel up, draw your heart forward. Next exhale, low push up. We'll breathe in, good. And breathe all the way out. Cool. We're gonna step right foot forward again into warrior one, reach up. Same idea. This time we're going to bow to the inside of the leg. So hands at your hips, bow inside, let your head drop. Here you might lace your fingers behind you for humble warrior. And uh, I think it's funny, it's sometimes called humble warrior because it's really kind of dramatic to do this link of the hands behind the back. It doesn't seem humble at all. So uh, actual humble warrior, take your right hand to your right hip, pull the right hip back and get the, the squaring of the hips, a little less dramatic, a little less show off. And of course, if you want to do that linking of the hands, great. Be sure that the shoulders roll away from the chest. Breath in. Breath out. We're going to release the fingertips to the mat. Spin your back heel up. Use your inhale to draw your heart forward. Make a good lo long uh, front body to step back into the low push-up with that length. Breathe in. And breathe out. Down dog. Left foot forward. Reach up where you want. And then hands to the hips. You'll notice they're not exactly square forward. That's fine. You don't need them to be. When you bow forward inside your front leg, and the thing that we, we want to do with the hips is be sure they don't slide out to the side so that your body ends up diagonal. You're keeping them as close to center as they can be, even though they're not turned directly square to the floor. You won't get that until you get to lunge. 
And if you want to then lace the hands behind, great. If that's not an option or if that option causes your shoulders to roll in, right? Sometimes it does, sometimes it's like we're being put in handcuffs and um, you know, if, if that's the feeling rather than a chest expansion, bring your hands to your hips again and use them to keep yourself in that alignment of the pose. Head dropped, breath in. As you breathe out, release your fingertips to your mat. You're gonna inhale, draw your heart forward and spin up on your back heel. So you got the lunge long in your body. Step back, low push up, elbows bend in towards your side. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Walk feet together at the back of the mat. And on an inhale, take your right leg up for three-legged dog, reach. As you exhale, draw your knee in towards your chest, round your spine, step on your center line, back foot flat, up and around to warrior two. And then we're gonna bring the back arm in, hug it to your chest. Take a peek at your left shoulder. We don't want it climbing up around the neck. We want it dropped into its natural position. Press into your feet, pull into your front heel. If this is uncomfortable, if this level of stretch is uncomfortable, you can go back to that press of the arms in front. If this level of stretch feels great, stay with it, have a breath. And then we're gonna bring the arms to the intertwined eagle arms. You gaze straight through them. So now that you're uh, in eagle arms, your gaze is, is set through the arms toward the sidewall. If that's not okay for your shoulders, bring your palms to touch, squeeze your elbows in. Sit low in your legs, lift your elbow points. On your next inhale, unwind your arms, reach them out. When you exhale, side angle pose. And you can take your arm to your thigh. Upper arm, we're gonna bring hand to hip. We're gonna bring either left hand to left hip or left hand as if it's gonna reach over into the right back pocket, right? If you had back pockets in your yoga pants. Or you can snake it around as if you're gonna put it in the right front pocket. Great party trick, but not good for much else. Look at your left shoulder. Be sure it's moving away from your chest. You're opening up, get a breath. And then look to the mat, plant your hands, we'll step back, low push up or down dog or child's pose. Breathe in and breathe all the way out. Take feet together at the back of the mat. Breathe in. Lift your left leg up and back, squeeze it tight, draw your abdominals in, feel the connection there. And then exhale, bring your knee in toward your chest, round your back, step the foot up the center line, back foot flat. Up and around to warrior two. And then the back arm comes across your chest and you hug it in with the left. And it's a different shoulder, different experience. If this one doesn't need this kind of work, you could go with that forearm press right in front of your face. If it feels good, it feels good. Right, what we wanna feel it is the musculature of the shoulder, but not inside the joint. Right? If there's anything sharp in there, then you get out. This feels all good, you have a breath. And we'll reorient the arms into the eagle cross in front of the face. Set your gaze through them. Let it soften around them. And now not only are we getting the shoulder, but we're getting the upper back. You lift your elbow points as much as you can. On an inhale, unwind, reach through the arms. Warrior two. When you exhale, side angle pose. 
Press down into your back foot, lift your chest up. Then we're gonna go right hand to right hip or right hand to left back pocket or right hand around to left front pocket. Listen to this shoulder, it's telling you a different story. Right? Even if you get to the same place, how's it feeling? What's going on inside the, you know, the muscles, inside the joint? Take a peek at it, be sure it's rolling away from your chest. And breath in. And we'll look to the mat, spin your back heel up. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Breath in here, that you let out through your mouth. Big sequence there, let it go. You can acknowledge that it was hard. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. And breathe out, fold. And press your feet down. Inhale, roll up. Standing mountain pose. Practice dancer. And bringing the right arm down. First, pause to look at the arm. Ensure that your bicep and your palm are rolled away from your body. Your right foot back, could be on a toe. You might bend the knee, you might stay just like this. You might catch the foot. If you do catch the foot, the body's gonna try to turn over to the right to go along with it. But what we wanna dancer is for the chest to square forward. And uh, we call it dancer, but pose uh, can translate as standing bow, Dhanurasana. And it's a bow and arrow that we're, we're thinking of or imagining or pretending to be the stringing of the bow and then the heart, the sternum, is the tip of the arrow shooting forward. Breath in. When you breathe out, release slow, hands to heart, foot to mat, pause for meditation. Notice what wants to move, what wants to fidget, what ripples there are. That's curious about what's going on. As human creatures, we're quick to shake things off without first getting curious about what they actually are. It's a survival mechanism for sure. But we have this opportunity of introspective practice that we can take if we choose to. On your inhale, reach up. When you exhale the left arm down and pause for a moment again, where you've got pieces and parts, you're orienting yourself to how they're doing, what they look like, what they feel like, the arm opening, right? and then the foot going back, and the bending of the knee, and then all those pieces and parts come together into one pose. And rib cage wants to turn off to the left on the side, reorient. One of the ways you reorient, squeeze your standing leg, press the foot down, squeeze the right side of your back so that you true up to the front. And it is so yoga that it's what's going on in your back that creates what's going on up in front. Breath in. And then breath out. Release foot to mat, hands to heart. Check out every little urge to move or wiggle. Breathe through it. Can you steady it out? Can you smooth it out? Can you bring everything back into one whole? On your next inhale, you're gonna reach up, mountain pose. And then exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, and plant your hands, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. 
Breathe out, down dog. Bring knees to mat, hands and knees. We're finally, we're finally there. The kids in the back of the car. Are we there yet? We're, we're there. We're coming to the practice of bird dog. First thing we're gonna do, hands and feet pressed down, all fours. You feel that? Then keeping your left hand pressed way down in the floor, deep roots, bring your right hand to your rib cage and feel the upper abdominals draw in. Let them drop out and then draw them back in. And right hand down, it takes over. And left hand to your lower abdominals, draw them in. And then place the left hand back down. It's gonna take over. Now, once you've got your abdominals drawn in, lower and upper, slide your right fingertips up in front. Go as far forward as you can with the right fingertips. Slide your left foot back till it's on the toe tips. Again, orient into your left hand and your right foot at the ground. Draw in through your lower and upper abdominals. One thing you can envision here, your right foot pressing the floor and right shin pressing the floor rebounds to your lower abdomen. So that right foot lower ab connection is then mirrored by the left hand pressing down and the upper abdominals. So hands to upper abdominals, foot to lower abdominals. Squeeze the extended arm and leg into what's called the impulse to lift. Like they're so squeezed tight, they're so ready to go. Like horses jumping to the bit. This is a good um, metaphor for how much energy we use anticipating something. Then you're gonna squeeze your left leg. Squeeze the leg until it lifts up in line with your hip. Your hips level to the floor. They may wanna try to shift over to the right. Keep your left leg tight. Keep pressing your left hand down to keep them level. Extend your right arm forward. Breath in, reach long. Then on an exhale, we're gonna bring elbow to knee under the body. The main thing that's going on is still left hand, right foot pressing the floor, abdominals draw in. The arm and leg underneath you is just flash. It's the floor and the core that count. On your inhale, reach back out, press the foot back and the fingertips forward, get long, lower and upper abdominals in, hand and foot on the floor working. And then bring the fingertips and toe tips back down to the floor. We're gonna take a little stretch here, a little, a little cow pose in the upper back so you bring your heart forward. It's a good place to stay. You can stay just like that. Or bend the left knee. Press your left hand and your right foot down. Then you can bring your right hand to your right hip. If that stays balanced for you, everything's staying balanced here, then you reach your right hand back and catch the left foot, maybe. Maybe it doesn't need to catch the left foot. You can live a long and happy life and never catch your foot in this pose. Right. Have a breath in, heart forward. Then we'll meet up hands and knees. Take a round of cat pose. And you're going to slide the cat pose toward child's pose. So it becomes child with cat pose. I like, like child with cat. It makes me think about a little kid carrying a cat around. And there's... Pretty cute image. It's like my sister growing up. She's pick up the cat by its middle, and cat was not too happy about it. But my sister didn't care. Which kind of tells the full story of my sister. Love her, love her. That image, if you could see it in your head, that is my sister. And back to hands and knees. Press your hands down. Press your feet down. And then we're going to reestablish the base with the core. The hands press down to the upper abdominals. The feet press down, gets to the lower abdominals. You're going to slide your left fingertips forward and your right toe tips back. And pause here, really getting into the right hand and the left foot. So it's what's grounding you that counts. Then the abdominals that pull in and rebound. Get the impulse to lift. We're squeezing arm and leg, and they're so ready to go, but they're not going anywhere. They're so ready. They're engaged fully. And, and in, in muscular practice, this is good work. Right? In emotional practice, the anticipation is, is not so great. But in, in muscular, this is really good work for the arm and leg muscles 
then use that in your leg to lift the leg just up in line with the hip. No higher and no shift over to the left. Squeeze the leg tight. Then lift the arm by its own work. So it squeezes to you're reaching arm and leg long through fingers, foot, reach long. Then exhale, the elbow to the knee underneath you. Cat pose in your back. Round it, drop your head. Let the hand and foot on the floor support you. On an inhale, reach out long again. Squeeze the leg and the arm. Press the hand and foot down, abdominals in. Then exhale, fingers and toes back down to that initial uh, impulse position. Then heart forward, like cow pose. I like to think of this as like fancy cow pose. And uh, optional, bend your right knee, lift the heel toward the bum. Bring your left hand to your left hip. And then if the foot's there to be caught, if it's in the neighborhood, you can grab it. Right? Make sure you're steady before you try locking in. Always a good move. Be steady at the base, strong through your core body. Then any flash you want to put on it is totally cool. Otherwise, if you're just going for the flash and there's no core, no floor, then it's chaos. Breath in. And then we'll exhale, release slowly. Hand and knee to the mat. Take the cat pose again, round the back. And then we'll sit back to child's pose. Take a moment to bend your elbows and roll your wrists out. So you bend your elbows, you're bringing your hands toward the ceiling, and you're just going to roll the wrists. Make sure they get a little time off after a little on the floor. So we're going to play with one variation on that. It comes from down dog. And if you're just pretty much done on your hands, what you're going to do here is a child's pose side bend. So take a few side bend breaths to the right and a few to the left. But if you want to play with a little down dog, uh, just fun stuff, come on up to down dog and then take that really short down dog. So we got the, uh, you got the core gear, the, uh, what is, what is, well, is it dachshund that you got? Yeah. Yeah, so little legs. I'm going to walk the heels together, toes out to the side. So you've got your feet in first position ballet or V-shape. And then right leg up and back behind you. Bend your right knee. So you've got the left foot flat and turned at an angle. Then you can slide your left fingertips back toward the left foot. If you got there, that's tough. You did it. Like it might be the place to stay. If you're not there quite there yet, it's tough. You just start with small steps walking back. If you're there and feels pretty steady, slide your hand up the left leg. If your right foot is right there to catch, catch. And we'll release it slowly back to center, feet together. The feet are flat, they're in a V shape. Your hands about shoulder distance apart. And then left leg up and press into the right foot, bend the left knee. And you start to slide the right fingertips back and maybe they touch the right foot. That's a lot. Maybe they can slide up the shin, up the thigh and catch the left foot in the air. Set your gaze to the spot right inside your heel back there. Get a breath. And let it go, coming out of that with as little slingshotting as possible. Have a breath in down dog or child's pose if you're there. And we'll look through the hands, walk across to seated, come over onto your back for bridge or wheel. If you don't normally practice wheel, it can be nice after all that shoulder opening that we were just doing. It's certainly not a must do, but it's it's a possibility after a lot of that stuff. Breath in. And 
long, slow breath out. And come down at your own pace and make your way to Supta Baddha Konasana or constructive rest pose. Give yourself a moment here on the floor. Bring hands to the navel center so you can rest your hands around your navel. Uh, a little mudra there of connecting the thumbs and the first finger so that you've got kind of a diamond shape around the navel or one hand on top of the other over it. And just let your breath move and let your breath move the abdominals underneath your hands. going to do is utilize the hands just a bit, not a lot, not a lot of pressure, but just a little accentuation of the exhale so that you're breathing in, the hands are loose, you let them float up with your breath. And then when you breathe out, just let your hands press a little more out. Again, by no means pushing on ourselves, but just a little extra press, a little extra exhale, a little more out than you took in. More than anything, the hands are just serving as an anchor for the mind to remember that we're in this practice of emptying. Release your hands, let your arms float out to your sides. Walk your feet out wide. We'll take knee side to side in windshield wipers. If there's some other twisting or other posture that you want to practice right now, feel free. Just a few moments left. I'm going to keep it really loose on the back, but if you want to practice some inversions, some hip openers of your own, feel free. We're going to move here in the windshield wipers to feet a little closer together, about hip distance. Once you get there, we'll take the knees back over the ankles and then cross the right foot over the left thigh. Little recline pigeon with a little rocking. You may find you want to rock that all the way over to the side. One of two ways. You could rock this uh, just like it is, or you could cross the legs more deeply, like an eagle cross or cow face cross. Let the knees fall over to the side and let the shoulder blades melt into the mat. Unwind back to center. We'll take the other side. So left foot over the right thigh. Let it rock a little side to side to start. If that's what you did on the other side. And then we're gonna take it into a twist and you can let it drop just like this so that the sole of the foot comes to the floor or cross deeply like eagle and let the knees drop over as your shoulder blades melt into the mat.
inhale, unwind, come back to center. You can hug your knees in, take any finishing poses, stretches or movements that you like. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. You feel ready to come back. Start with deepening your breath. Once again, let it move through your body until you realize you have fingers and toes out there. And just let them lightly wiggle. And how many of them can you feel individually? It's not a test, but just an exploration, a curiosity. And Stilling at your fingers and toes, just gently roll to your right side and curl your body in as one. Pause for a moment with yourself. And we'll meet it seated. Sit comfortably in your body. Have a breath. Draw our hands together at heart center. Moment of acknowledgement, you for yourself, you did this, you got here. It's not easy, never has been. It's particularly challenging these days. The fact that you can do this and did do this, it's truly something. Thumbs to forehead center. We extend that same acknowledgement to each other and appreciation for being able to do this together. I'm grateful. Namaste. 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 Thank you all so much. I hope you had as much fun as I did. It was great to see all your faces. Yay. <laughs> sparkle fingers, all the hearts, all the thumbs up. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. We're glad you did. If you'd like to join us live on Zoom, 
you can head to our website 3dogyoga.com for all the info on how to get started and if you'd like to support this podcast we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga thanks again namaste